everyone, and welcome into Yelling from the Couch. I'm Brent Humphreys, joined by my co-host, Joey Mullins. We're going to do the Week 13 Pick'ems for college football. <clears throat> Joey, how you doing this week? Oh, doing good, man. Full on some Thanksgiving food, but doing good. Oh, yeah, man. Love Thanksgiving. One of my favorite holidays. Fat guy Christmas. You know, you get all, you know, <laughs> eat all the stuff and ain't got to worry about all the gifts. It's great. All the football you want, all the yes. basketball you want. It's the best time of year for sports. And and here we are, the last week of college football, man. It's kind of sad. I know. Feast week, man. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. So we'll get into it. Uh, we got the some Black Friday games, and then we got Saturday games. We'll start here with uh, the Black Friday games. The first game on the slate this week, the TCU Horn Frogs. Travel to Oklahoma to face the number 13 Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma's a nine-and-a-half point favorite with the over-under at 63-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? I think if the good Dylan Gabriel shows up, it's a landslide victory for Oklahoma. He's uh, He's been a little Jekyll and Hyde this year. Um, Dylan Gabriel's, I mean, great quarterback. Oklahoma's got a great offense. And I I think they'll take care of business. Um I got Oklahoma winning this one. I got them covering the spread. I, I think I think the good Dylan Gabriel is going to show up this game. I think, like you said, it all depends on which Dylan Gabriel shows up, and it seems like be that way be that way every week. TCU yeah. is uh, if they get a win today, they are bowl eligible after going to the national championship game last year and failing to make a bowl game this year. Wouldn't be good for the program. I think that Oklahoma will win this game, and I think that they'll cover. It's at home. The over-under is 63-and-a-half. It depends on which Dylan Gabriel we get. If we get good Dylan Gabriel, I can see that going over. If we don't, I see it going under. Either way, I think Oklahoma covers this one at home and gets to 10 wins on the season. Absolutely. I got the under in this one, though, if I was going to pick it. The next matchup, speaking of unders, the number 17 Iowa Hawkeyes travel to Lincoln, Nebraska to face the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Nebraska is also looking for bowl eligibility with a win. Nebraska is a two-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under in this game, 25-and-a-half. <laughs> it gets lower and lower every week. Every week. Joey, who do you like in this one? Well, this one, this one's an intriguing matchup. I mean, Oklahoma on paper should win the game. Uh, but, I mean, you can't count Nebraska out there at home. They do have a chance to win the game. I think Nebraska is going to win the game. They're going to cover the spread. They're going to win by at least a field goal. And I've got the under in this, man. I mean, me and you have talked about this off the air before. And you, you Like the past three or four weeks, man, any Iowa under game is hit. So all you betting people out there, I mean, that, that's a big time trend right now. So uh, I got the under, got Iowa winning. It keeps going lower and lower every week with this <laughs> under. I mean, they're like begging you to take it over. Nebraska <laughs> needs one win again. They're like TCU. They need a win to get bowl eligible. But Iowa's defense, man, it's like it's got to be top five in the nation. I mean, it may mm-hmm. be the top defense. The offense may be one of the worst in the nation. But I've got Iowa winning this game as well. And I think that they will uh, hit the under in this one as well. I could see it being 13-7, 10-7, something like that. But it's always safe to pick the under. 
there's not going to be a lot of points in this game. Iowa will win this game and uh, head to the Big Ten Championship next week. The next top 25 matchup, we got the Texas-San Antonio Roadrunners traveling to New Orleans to face the Tulane Green Wave. Tulane's a a three-and-a-half point favorite. The over-unders at 51-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? Yeah, this one, Tulane's been solid all year. I mean, for the conference they're in, I mean, they've held top 25 spot, you know, for the past few weeks. Uh, like I said, I know they got that one loss, uh, you know. But still, I think I think Tulane will win the game. I think uh, I think Pratt's going to come out and have a great game. I mean, he's he's been solid all year for them. And uh, I can see Tulane winning this game. I'd say by a touchdown. I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb say they're going to win by a touchdown. And uh, I got the over in this one as well. But I think Tulane will ultimately get it done. Like you said, Tulane's been solid all year. Uh, they've kept a top 25 ranking for most of the season. But they've played in a lot of close games, which could help them in the long run. You know, you play these close games and it gets you prepared for, you know, being in a close game. They beat Florida Atlantic pretty good last week. On the other side of it, Texas San Antonio, they're undefeated in the conference, and they've, you know, put up some points. They played pretty good. I'm going with the upset here. I'm going to pick Texas San Antonio to win in Tulane, and I'm going to take the over in this one. It's going to be a fun matchup, but uh, give me the Roadrunners in the road upset BB against Tulane. <laughs> BB. Yeah. <laughs> The next matchup comes out of the SEC. What could be at the beginning of the season, people thought, the surprising Missouri Tigers, number nine in the nation, travel to Fayetteville to face the Arkansas Razorbacks. Missouri's a nine-point favorite. The over-under is 54-and-a-half. Joey, you like the Tigers in this one? I do like the Tigers in this one. And, I mean, you know, Cook's been solid all year. Uh, Burden's got eight touchdowns on the year. I mean, they, they, they got a solid offense. Uh, defense lacks a little bit sometimes. Um, you know, Missouri, they they have been in some close games. I know they've only beat Florida by two last week. Um, they manhandled Tennessee, which we all love to see that. And, yes. Uh, but I think uh, I think Missouri's, Missouri will win this one. I don't think they'll cover the spread. Arkansas is at home. They're going to put up a fight. I don't think they'll cover the nine-point spread. And then I've actually got the under in this game. I've got the under in this one. I like Missouri in this one as well. Uh, Missouri, like you said, they had a close game against Florida last week. And I think that a lot of that came off of – it was kind of a letdown game from where they had that big, huge win over Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Kind of let them down a little bit last week, played down to the competition. I don't think they're going to have an issue this week doing that. I think that uh, Missouri will beat Arkansas. Arkansas has struggled really bad this season, especially in SEC play, one and six. Yeah. Give me Missouri. I think Missouri covers the spread, and I'm also going to take the under in this one. But I think Missouri will cover. The next top 25 matchup, we go to the state of Texas. The Texas Tech Red Raiders. Face the Texas Longhorns, number seven in the nation. 
Texas still has an outside shot at a playoff. They're a 13 and a half point favorite. The over-under is 52 and a half. Joey, do you like the Longhorns in this one? You know, I do like the Longhorns in this one. But, I mean, I don't – people don't need to sleep on Texas Tech coming in to Texas. I mean, it, it's going to be it's going to be a battle. I ultimately think Texas – my prediction for this one, I think it's going to be a battle in the first half. And I think Texas will end up pulling away in the second half. Um, I got I got Texas Tech covering the spread in this one. I don't think they're going to lose by two touchdowns. Um, I think it's going to be about a touchdown game. Uh, you know, Ewers and company is going to come out and get it done. But I think it's going to shock a lot of people in the first half on this one. I think it's going to be closer than what people's going to think. This will be the last matchup between the two teams before Texas heads off to mm-hmm. SEC. Texas Tech will want to get that last shot in at them, uh, kind of ruin their whole season right here, uh, knock them definitely out of the playoffs, but I don't think that's happening. I think Texas will win. I also agree with you. I think Texas Tech will keep it close, maybe a 10-point game. Mm-hmm. But I think that the over is going to hit in this one. It's 52 and a half, and neither one of these teams really like to play that much defense. Texas will play defense occasionally. But a lot of times it's lacking. But give me the Longhorns. Give me Texas Tech to cover and the over to hit in this matchup. I agree. Next matchup comes out of the Big Ten. Number 11, Penn State Nittany Lions travel to Detroit to face the Michigan State Spartans. Penn State's a 23-point favorite. The over-under is 42-and-a-half. This game is being played in Ford Field. Detroit Lions hometown, uh, home stadium. Tickets are as low as 25 bucks. <laughs> Joey, <laughs> what do you think about this matchup? I think this is going to be one of those David versus Goliaths. I think Penn State's going to come out, punch Michigan State in the mouth right off the bat, first quarter. Probably score a couple touchdowns in the first quarter. And, uh, I mean, Michigan State, they, they've, I mean, they've struggled all year. You know, they know they got a win last week against, you know, uh, Indiana. They uh, obviously lost to Ohio State. And they beat Nebraska by three. So, but I think I think uh, Aller's going to come out and company. They're going to punch them in the mouth. And I got Penn State covering the spread. And, yeah, I think Penn State will – they'll get it done. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I think Penn State will win this game. It could be a shutout. I don't think Michigan yeah. State's got anything for Penn State. Mm-hmm. Penn State's got two losses to Ohio State and Michigan on the season. Uh, but everything else they've you know won, they've won pretty handily. I think Penn State wins. I think Penn State covers the 23-point spread. I also think that it's going to be under. I could see this being like a 31-3, 35-3 game with Penn State winning in convincing fashion. 35 nothing. <laughs> I'm like you. It might be a shutout, man. It might be. Uh, So the nightcap for the Black Friday games, the number 16, and this is the best matchup of the night, number 16, Oregon State Beavers travel to Eugene, Oregon, to face the number six, Oregon Ducks. Oregon is a 14-point favorite. The over-under is 62-and-a-half. Joey. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, my thoughts on this one is I think they showed a little disrespect on ESPN to uh, Oregon State. A 19.1% chance to win. 
I mean, to me, Oregon State should – they got a little better shot than that, maybe a 30 to 40% chance. I don't think it's going to be that landslide of a game. But, I mean, just to elaborate a little bit on this game, have you seen Bo Nix's numbers? <clears throat> 282 yeah. for 361, 3,539 yards, 35 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Two. Heisman. I mean, dude, them them are Heisman numbers. I mean, it is barring an injury. I think he's got the Heisman wrapped up in the bag, in in my opinion. And I've got Oregon winning this. They're going to cover the spread, and you know it 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 might be first quarter, you know, a little close back and forth. But I mean, Oregon's going to pull away, man. They ain't slowing down. Uh, no signs of them slowing down, especially Arizona State last week, forty nine to thirteen. I mean, that game was out of hand in the first quarter. And they're they're just they're just too good, man, for for Oregon State, for any team. I mean, you know, to sit and say I wouldn't like to see them play in Ohio State or a Michigan or you know, Georgia, that that would be great. But this is definitely the game I've had circled all day. This is the one I want to sit down. I'm gonna watch it from start to finish. And I got the I got the over hitting in this one too. You had mentioned that uh, last week the it was out of hand in the first quarter. By halftime, it was 42 to nothing. Yeah. And Oregon was trying to drive again to make it 49 to nothing. And mm-hmm. it was completely out of hand. Oregon ran away with it. I only scored seven the rest of the game, but pretty much didn't play a whole lot after, after halftime. 49 to 13 over Arizona State. Arizona State's a little lesser competition, but – it doesn't matter. Oregon was – Bo Nix, I think, was trying to win the Heisman last week in the first half. Uh, Bucky <laughs> Irving actually did not score a touchdown last week, which is kind of surprising because, to me, he's like Christian McCaffrey of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. This dude is always scoring a touchdown. And if he misses a week, you better bet the next week he's coming back and he's probably going to score one or two. Uh, him, and, State, him, and, him and Franklin both will score in this game. Yeah, yeah, old T. Roy Franklin. You can guarantee he's scoring a touchdown too. He had two last week, but old T. Roy, you know, he's he gets it. Uh, on the other hand, Oregon State played Washington really close, had a shot to beat Washington, uh, but failed to him twenty-two to twenty. This game's going to be a little bit different. Oregon, I think that they're they're going to come out and they're going to be, you know, you know, you you got Washington next week. They're not looking forward to Washington. They're focused on this game. They're going to come out. They're going to play the way that they've played all year, firing. Oregon's going to win. I think Oregon covers this 14-point spread, and I've got the over in this one as well in what should be a fun matchup. And this also will be the last time these two teams will play before Oregon heads to the uh, Big Ten next year. Yep. And I mean, if you look at Oregon State, if you sit here and look at their last five games, uh, Washington lost by two, had a chance to win. Arizona lost by three, had a chance to win in that game. So you clean those two losses up and you're looking at both these teams 10 and one. You're looking at a whole different scenario right now for this game with, you know, just, just a couple of field goals, man. And it's a whole different scenario. You know, Oregon State, the last time they're playing Oregon for what could be a while. I mean, I don't know what kind of agreement they've got, but the last time their conference foes playing each other, Oregon's got a shot to make a national, you know, championship run. You know Oregon State wants to derail that season, and that's what makes this rivalry matchup very intriguing. 
But I think Oregon will be prepared for it, and they'll take care of business. Look at the running back comparison, man. If you look at the running backs, Martinez and Irving, they're pretty much neck to neck on, you know, their numbers. So that that's what I'm keeping my eye on, too. I want to see how that goes. Yeah, it should be fun to watch. Uh, can't wait to sit down and watch that game tonight. Yep. So we head into the Saturday matchups, top 25. And, boy, do we start off the big noon kickoff Saturday with the Biggest matchup of the season to date. Oh man, the number two Ohio State Buckeyes at eleven and zero travel to Ann Arbor, Michigan to face the number three Michigan Wolverines. Michigan is a three and a half point favorite. The over under is forty six and a half. Joey, what do you think about the game? I think Michigan's only a three and a half point favorite because they're at home for one. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, if it was a neutral site game, I think the spread would be probably zero. <laughs> I don't think that'd even be a a spread. But the only thing – here's the thing about this game, and I know people might bash me for this. I mean, I don't know. But I've got Michigan winning this game, and I'll tell you why. Not because they're at home. Simple fact that you have one of the best receivers in the country that will be playing on Sunday right out of the gate next year in the NFL in Harrison Jr. And the quarterback matchup here, I think, is what's going to hurt Ohio State in this game. Because Ohio State's going to come down. It's They're going to be in several third and fours, third and fives, third and eights. And they're going to need that big play to get the first down. And McCord has to find Harrison Jr. If he finds Harrison Jr. in this game enough, Ohio State will win. But if I'm picking right now, I'm going to say Michigan's going to win. And I'm that, that it's, this is a hard one to pick, man. It, it's, it's, this is a tough one. So Michigan is – this will be the third game that they went without Jim Harbaugh. First week, they played Penn State. They took care of business. They beat them 24 to 15. They didn't even have a pass attempt in the second half. They just <laughs> ran the ball and dominated. Last week – they played two as little brother in Maryland, and Maryland kept it tight with Michigan, real close. If you had Michigan at you know ten and a half or whatever, you lost because uh, Maryland decided they wanted to play ball for the first time. Michigan also got their one thousandth win in program history last week. Ohio State, on the other hand, defeated Minnesota thirty-seven to three in what was not even a game. Uh, McCord. Uh, you know, he threw for two touchdowns last week. But like you said, he's got a guy that's going to be playing on Sunday, no doubt, next year. He may be the number three or four pick in the draft, maybe number two in Harrison Jr. Just an absolute stud out there. And, you know, if I'm a quarterback, I'm trying to find that guy. For some reason, McCord doesn't like throwing to him a whole lot. I mean, he doesn't have the big, impressive numbers, but you just watch him and you can tell what kind of wide receiver he is. That so being he said, he don't got the numbers because of the quarterback. I mean, quarterback. his numbers should be his touchdowns are at thirteen for the year. They should be at twenty, and his and yards at, should be doubled almost. You look at McCord; he's got almost three thousand yards passing, twenty-two touchdowns, four picks. The numbers look really good, but he doesn't pass the eye test watching him in a game. No. 
That being said, Michigan is who I'm going with on this one. I don't think that they cover the spread. I think that it's going to be like a field goal game. I think the under gets hit in this one. And my guarantee of the week is going to be Blake Corum for Michigan scoring a touchdown because he's got 20 on the season. And he is like, you know, him and Bucky Irving's about the same. They're going to score every week. But uh, I think Michigan's going to win. This will be a good game to go see. Uh, tickets are as low as $430. That's the cheapest ticket. <laughs> I'm surprised it's that cheap, honestly. That's crazy. All right, so the next matchup is the Governor's Cup. The Kentucky Wildcats, at a disappointing 6-5, and five, will travel to Louisville, Kentucky, to face the number 10, 10-1 Louisville Cardinals. Louisville is a 7.5-point favorite. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. Joey. What do you think about the Battle of the Bluegrass? The Missouri game. Kentucky has not been the same team. Has not been the same team. They, something has happened in that game. It has derailed them completely the track. Um, up until that point, I would have picked Kentucky just about to go up against anybody. And I'm going to say in this one, just happened. I think Louisville will win the game. Do I want to see that? No, absolutely not. I don't like Louisville will win the game. I think it'll be close, but I think Louisville will come out and they respond. And then I think ultimately Kentucky has mental breakdowns in the fourth quarter, and I think Louisville's going to win. Oh, man. So – this is another one of those rivalry matchups <laughs> where one team is a top 10 team having a good season and the rival wants to come in and derail that season and get them to where, you know, they, Louisville has an outside shot at the playoffs, as crazy as it sounds. If they win against Kentucky and they beat Florida State in the ACC championship and a few things happen their way, there's an outside possibility Louisville makes the playoff, which is absolutely insane if you ask me. But there's a shot. I hope Kentucky, Kentucky put, puts an to, end. I hope they put an end to that, though. Kentucky wants to do to derail that season. Absolutely. A great season. Jeff Brom's first year at Louisville. The last four Governor Cup matchups, Kentucky beat Louisville 26-13, 52-24, This matchup right here, I think that – Louisville will fall to the Cats, and Kentucky gets an upset in this matchup, and they derail Louisville's season, and Louisville's deflated going into the ACC championship, and they lose that one as well. And Kentucky ends the season on a high note after such a down bottom half of the season. Give me the Cats in this one. Give me the over 50-and-a-half. C-A-T-S, Cats, Cats, Cats. I hope it happens that way, but it's it's a long shot. <laughs> it sure is, but hey, man, hey. it can happen. Hey, it can happen. Uh, the next matchup, it's an SEC matchup. The Texas A&M Aggies, who are still paying Jimbo Fisher $76 million not to coach, 
How do I get that gig right there? They'll travel to Baton Rouge to face the LSU Tigers, who are number 14 in the nation. LSU is 11.5-point favorite. The over-under 66.5. Joey, do you think there's any chance that Texas A&M comes in and beats LSU? Absolutely not. Not at home. And I'm like, you, why can't work pay me not to work? That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, give, give me a job where I'm so bad at my job, <laughs> you pay me not to do my job. Dude, it's the craziest <laughs> thing to think about. It's it, it, that is absolutely mind boggling. But yeah, it is not, not at not at LSU. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, closer than what <laughs> closer than what ESPN is predicting it. Um, I ultimately think Texas or uh, LSU will come in, and I've got Texas Tech covering the spread in this one. I think it's going to be closer than what people think. But I got LSU winning. I mean, Daniels is Daniels and Daniels, the two twins. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lose to Texas A&M at home. Jaden Daniels has had a great season. I mean, thirty-six passing touchdowns, thirty-five hundred, you know, uh, yards. He's got over a thousand yards rushing, ten touchdowns. I mean, he's been amazing. Uh, but LSU, they don't have defense, <laughs> and the other teams will score on them. But I think LSU will win. I don't think they cover either, but I think the over gets hit in this matchup. Texas A&M, what are they really playing for? I mean, their season, they thought they was going to have a better season than what they did, end up with seven and four, firing their coach. And they're going to be on the hook for paying him and then have to pay a new coach next year. I don't know if things are going to get any better for Texas A&M. But it definitely won't get better Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. Okay. Give me the Tigers in this one. Mm-hmm. The next matchup, the Iron Bowl, number eight Alabama oh, travels to Auburn to face the Auburn Tigers. Roll Tide against the War Eagle. <clears throat> Alabama's a thirteen-point favorite. The over/under is forty-seven and a half. Joey, any chance you think Auburn makes any kind of run in this game against Alabama? No, I think Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers are gonna. Not, it's not going to work. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I, Alabama's rolling right now. <laughs> Alabama's rolling right now. Um, Nate Oates and them, yeah. They're, <laughs> but they're they're rolling, man. They, they got it going. They finally figured it out. They had a rough start to the year, kind of you know rocky start, but they they, they got it figured out. And uh, I got Alabama winning this one and covering the spread. And I've got the over in this one too. I mean, you know, Alabama's Alabama can score. I mean. You know, they, last game they scored 66 against Kentucky. They scored 49. I mean, they, they've been in the, you know, 30s, 40s, up to 60 for the past few games. So, I, I, I got Alabama taking care of business here. And just think, after Burton for the Georgia game, there was a shot where I looked at down the schedule, Kentucky schedule, and I said, Kentucky could take out Alabama this year. I mean, that, that's a possibility. I did, too. But I thought the same thing. Of course, that didn't happen. Uh, Jalen Milrow had a very slow start to the season, even was benched in a game. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's why Nick Saban's the best of all time. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And Milrow was playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, I think Alabama will win. Uh, I think that they'll cover. Auburn just doesn't. I mean, Auburn lost to New Mexico State last week, and it mm-hmm. wasn't even close. No. I know they got this. They got this spread uh, at thirteen because it's a rivalry game. I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, Alabama is going to kill Auburn this week, and that's going to be 
Uh, Alabama also has an outside shot at making the playoff as well. If they beat Auburn this week and they beat Georgia in the championship next week, Alabama's got a shot at it. And I, I could see Alabama knocking off Georgia next week. I mean, it's going to be a game. But we're talking about this week, Iron Bowl, Alabama wins. Alabama rolls in this one. The next matchup, number 15, Arizona Wildcats travel to Tempe to face the Arizona State Sun Devils. Arizona's a 10-and-a-half-point favorite, kind of low. Over-under is 50-and-a-half. Joey, you like Arizona to cover? Yes, I do. I like Arizona to cover. Arizona State, man, they just – their defense is not good. I mean, people people put up points on them. Let me look what Oregon did to them. Utah put up 55 on them. Um you know, the only the only thing is Washington, like I said, only put up fifteen on them. But you know, that's but anyway, I, I think Arizona's gonna win. They're gonna cover the spread. And I've got the over in this one too. I think Arizona's gonna 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 beat them up pretty good. Both these teams are, are heading to different conferences. Uh I'm not sure if it's after this year or next year. I know Oregon and them are, but anyways, uh Arizona's gonna win this matchup. Uh, or Arizona State won't have much for them. Like you said, they give up a lot of points aside from that Washington game, which was – I think it was just a late, late-night Saturday night game, and things get weird Pac-12 after dark. Just listen to Bill Walton. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me Arizona to win this one. Give me Arizona to cover. And uh, I think the under is going to hit in this one. I think Arizona will get quite a few points. But I just don't see Arizona State scoring a whole lot. They scored 13 last week on Oregon, but – Oregon was playing like their fifth stringers, walk-ons, and people just off campus that they threw in jerseys in that second half. So, uh, I think Arizona will win that one. Absolutely. The next matchup, the you Cougars travel to Stillwater to face the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oklahoma State is a 17-point favorite. The over-under is 56-and-a-half. Joey, who you like in this matchup? Um... I like the under in this matchup, for one. And, like I said, I think Oklahoma State will handle business. Uh, not sure about the spread. If I had to lean toward the spread, maybe Oklahoma State. But in this one, I don't know if I could actually pick a spread. But I think Oklahoma State will get it done. Um, I don't I don't see – and they're at home. So, I don't see them losing to BYU late in the season like this. As long as there's no monsoon, I think Oklahoma State will win. Uh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, they played <laughs> Central Florida in what was absolute monsoon and just looked absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they're kind of a passing team, so they like to throw the ball around. Can't really throw the ball around when there's, you know, you know, 10 inches of rain falling. Uh, but there won't be that this week, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if – yeah, there is not going to be a whole lot. I know they're playing in steel water, but I don't <laughs> think there's any rain expected here. Uh, tickets are as low as 17 bucks. Ooh. I think Oklahoma wins it. I don't think that they'll cover because BYU has played some teams close, uh, mm-hmm. but I think that this will be like a 10-point game. I do, however, like over in this week, the offense and lack of defense in this game in between these teams. Mm-hmm. We travel to our next matchup to the state of Tennessee. And we get a wonderful matchup rivalry between the Vanderbilt Commodores 
and the number 21 Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee's a 27-point favorite. The over-under is 57-and-a-half. Joey, any shot at all Vanderbilt comes up and plays any football? I don't think so. And we can get tickets for $24 and go and see your favorite team play for this one. Yeah, I'd say piss on that. <laughs> no, I, uh, seriously. I, I, I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not a Tennessee fan. I don't like them either. Um, but like I said, it's uh, it's a landslide, man. The Tennessee is going to cover the spread. Um, they're going to score a lot of points in this game. Uh, I got the overhitting, but yeah, Tennessee's not going to lose at home to Vanderbilt. I mean, Vanderbilt's just absolutely horrible. I mean, they are absolutely terrible. Might be, you know, one of the worst teams in the country. Tennessee had expectations this year higher, you know, to maybe make an SEC championship and uh, compete with Georgia for that. Didn't happen. They've kind of had a down year, lost some games, you know, that they shouldn't have. Well, actually, not really. I mean, they lost to Missouri, which they thought they'd probably beat. Lost to Georgia, lost to Alabama. Anyways, uh, Vander and lost to Florida. That was the one they shouldn't have lost. Yep. Vanderbilt last year went five and seven. They thought they were going to build off of that, get to a bowl game. You know, they got their coach. They thought they got their coach. And it's been very down for Vanderbilt. 0 and seven in the SEC. Not a shot that they come in, they beat Tennessee. Tennessee wins. Tennessee rolls. Tennessee covers. The over hits because Tennessee makes it hit. Uh, give me yeah. give me the balls in this one and what should be just a complete, you know, massacre of the Vanderbilt program for the season. That's another Oregon, uh, Oregon Arizona State game. Might be a shutout. Yeah. Next matchup. Oh, this is one of our favorite betting teams coming up. The number 25 Liberty Biberty Flames Liberty Biberty. travel to El Paso to face UTEP Miners. Liberty Biberty is a 16 and a half point favorite. The over under is 56 and a half. Joey, do you like Liberty, 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 Liberty? Yes, I do. And tickets as low as $5, man. Bucks. We can go watch Liberty Biberty beat up on UTEP because it's going to happen. They're they're going to they're going to cream crush them. I mean, it's going to be an absolute massacre, I think. And I may have a little bit in on this game uh, tomorrow. Liberty's always done me good when it's come to putting a little wager in on them. Um, I mean, they're going to handle business, man. Their UTEP just don't have the firepower to compete with them. Uh, I got the over hitting in this game, and I got you uh, Liberty Biberty covering the spread. So I'm with you all the way here, man. Uh, I don't know much about Liberty uh, besides they all they do is win, and especially when we bet on them, they win, they cover. Uh, give me Liberty on this one. Give me Liberty to cover, and I will take the under because it's 56-and-a-half. I don't know much about UTEP. I don't know if they'll score a whole lot. But Liberty, uh, like I said, they always cover, and they always do pretty well in basketball as well. There's a nice little program going on there in Liberty. Next matchup. No matter what. <laughs> All they do is win no matter what. <laughs> Got money on their mind. Now, anyways, uh, yeah. the next matchup, <laughs> the disappointing is what I would call them since their 4-0 start. Washington State Cougars travel to Seattle, Washington to face the number four Washington Huskies. Washington is a 15-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under in this one is 66-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about that matchup? 
I like the under in that game. And mm-hmm. don't be shocked if this ain't an upset. I mean, I know it's weird to say, but don't be shocked. I mean, you know, Washington, they, they've showed a few lapses this year. I mean, last, I mean, Oregon State only beat them by two. They only put 15 points against Arizona State. So, I mean, don't, don't, don't sleep on Washington just yet. Um, I know their season has kind of went downhill, but like I said, this is rivalry week, rivalry game. So don't don't count this one out. I I think Washington will win the game, but just to just to go on a limb here and say don't. If I had to pick an upset, this might be it. If I was going to pick one, man, Washington last week they struggled. They struggled for a little bit here. Uh, they you know barely beat Utah. Had a pretty big win against USC, but we see USC is not very good of a team. Washington State has struggled down, you know, the stretch. Uh, they finally got that win uh, against uh, Coach Prime in, in Colorado last week. I think Washington will win this game. I don't think they'll cover that 15-and-a-half-point spread, and I also like the under in this one. Penix is still a good quarterback. Uh, Ogunzi yeah, is, is a good receiver. They got a good running back in Johnson. They score touchdowns. They could score a bunch of points. They just haven't lately. Uh, give me Washington in this one to win and set up a big showdown next week in that Pac-12 championship game. Washington will – this will be the last time before they head off to the Big Ten as well next year. Next matchup, we go to the Sunshine State. The number five, Florida State Seminoles travel to Gainesville to face the Florida Gators. Florida State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. Florida State will be without quarterback Jordan Travis, who they lost to for the season last week. Joey, what do you like about this matchup, or what do you think about this matchup? Well, I think – I mean, I'll ultimately think Florida State's going to win the game just because Florida's not good. Um, but my, my question is what me and you talked about before. What's the committee going to do if it comes down to Oregon – and Washington, and, you know, they beat Washington, and Florida State wins and wins the ACC championship, then what are they going to do? Are they going to hold it against Florida State because without their starting quarterback, you know, or are they going to go by how it should go? That That's what I'm interested in with Florida State. But in this game in particular, I think Florida State will win. Um, they'll cover the spread, and I got the overhitting too. I mean, I know Florida State – without Jordan Travis, but, I mean, they their team is still good. I mean, th- they can still win this game. Yeah, Trey Benson, you know, he's pretty good running back and everything. And like you said, they, you know, they're still a good team. We talked off air last week, and I, and I was saying that, you know, I could see mm-hmm. the committee jumping Washington over Florida State because of the Travis injury. Does that make – is that fair? No, that's not fair to Florida State. But the committee wants the best matchups, and they think that without Travis, Florida State's not as good of a team as what Washington or Oregon is. But like you said, what if Oregon beats Washington next week and Florida State beats Louisville? Florida State jump back to that four, or would you over the ACC champions who won 20 straight games in Florida State? It'll be very interesting to see how the committee – handle that situation that scenario that scenario i think will happen 
I think Oregon will beat Washington, and I think Florida State will win out and win the ACC championship. I think that's going to happen, and I'm so curious to see if it does, how the committee is going to handle it. That's what I'm really curious about. Oh, yeah, I agree. And like I was saying, this would be a perfect scenario for this to – for them to have the 12-team playoff this year. It, it, yes. would, it would work out yes. the committee's favor for sure. But they've got yes. a decision to make. They've kind of put themselves in a bind here. But it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. As for this game right here, Florida, they got to have one more win to be bowl eligible. What better way for them to get that win than to beat their rival Florida State? Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. I don't think Florida's a very good team at all. Uh, they played Missouri pretty good last week, but they've just had a down season. Uh, give me Florida State to win this one. Florida State will cover. I've got the under in this one, and Florida's firing their coach after this game. And starting anew. Absolutely. Maybe maybe they'll hire Jimbo Fisher and he can get paid for two different places. <laughs> the next matchup, the number 18, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, travel to Stanford to face the Stanford Cardinal. Notre Dame is a 25-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? Notre Dame over win. Cover spread. <laughs> Easy. Uh, don't – I mean, Stanford's not good. I mean, yeah, they had their – they had their – they had a good game against Washington State, you know, and then, you know, they obviously had that miracle comeback against Coach Prime that I'll never forget. Yeah, shining moment. Yeah, that was their one shining moment for the whole year. But I, Notre Dame's going to take care of business, cover the spread. It's going to be a beat now. Yeah, I'm with you here. Uh, I think Notre Dame will win. I don't think they'll cover. I think it's going to be about a, a 21 to 24 point game. I'll say that. But uh, I'll take the over in this one. And uh, I just think uh, Hartman's going to have a, a good senior day. Well, it's not even his senior day, but his last regular season game as a quarterback, maybe. I mean, he may still have more eligibility. I think he's 36, uh, maybe his eighth year in college. Uh, Estimate he's going to run, you know, have a pretty good game. You know, he scores a lot of touchdowns as well. Stanford won't have nothing for him. They do have a pretty good receiver, but, you know, he, he beat Travis Hunter and had like 300 yards, and that was, you know, a third of his yardage for the season was just in that second half against Colorado. Won't happen here. Notre Dame will win. Notre Dame rolls, like you were saying, uh, fighting Irish. The next matchup, the number one team in the land, the Georgia Bulldogs, travel to Atlanta to face the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Georgia, 24-point favorite, 59-and-a-half is the over-under. Joey, you think Georgia Tech gives Georgia – any game at all. I actually do. I think they're going to give them a decent game, at least in the first half. Uh, I mean, I, I I know it's possible. I mean, Georgia Tech has, you know, the potential there. You know, if a few, few things go their right, Georgia comes out flat to maybe stay in the game. But ultimately, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Georgia's going to handle business. I don't see them, their losing streak that they're on right now come to an end against Georgia Tech. And uh, I think Georgia will end up pulling away in the second half. I think they'll cover the the 24-point spread. And uh, what was the over-under? I don't see it. 59. 59. Uh, 
I may have to go with the under in this one because, like I said, if Georgia pulls away, I don't know if Georgia Tech can even score points enough to keep up. Yeah, this this game's got like forty two to seven written all over it. Mm-hmm. I think that Georgia's going to win this. Georgia's going to cover. Georgia's on a collision course with Alabama for the SEC title. Uh, I, I've got the under in this one as well. Uh, Georgia Tech's had a nice little season for Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not you know n- nothing. They haven't played a team like Georgia yet. Georgia's a different animal. Uh, Carson Beck has really played pretty good the last few games. I thought that he started off pretty slow. Brock Bowers is back, which that helps any quarterback. This guy's going to be a first-round draft pick. And, uh, you know, maybe he'll slip to wherever the Bengals are, and I'd love to see him pick up Brock Bowers in the draft. That'd be great. Yeah, it's like a mini. But, uh, it's like having a mini Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Georgia will win. Uh, Georgia covers, and uh, I've taken the under. The next matchup, we head to South Carolina, number 24, Clemson Tigers, facing the South Carolina Gamecocks. Clemson's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. And what is a battle between the two most goobery goofball coaches in the league? <laughs> Joey, what do you think about this matchup? I got Clemson winning this one. Um I mean, I know Clemson beat my Tar Heels last week by 11. And, you know, Clemson's a good team. They're not a great, great team. You know, and South Carolina, man, Spencer Radler, he he just – he's kind of all over the place for me. He's got a lot of picks. I mean, but so is Kay Clubbing, though. He's got a lot of picks, too. But um, I just think last week against Kentucky, I, I just – South Carolina, and I, I ain't knocking Kentucky here because I do like Kentucky's football team. Um, but they made him look a lot better than what he really is. And I don't see Clemson doing that. Um, so I've got Clemson winning this game. And far as spread goes, I would say Clemson will cover the spread seven and a half. They'll win by a touchdown. So last week, Clemson beat your mm-hmm. Tar Heel. Mm-hmm. And South Carolina beat my Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Clemson is a lot better of a team than South Carolina is. South Carolina is horrible. South Carolina at home, though, they've only lost one game all year. Mm-hmm. But if you watch that Kentucky game last week, Kentucky had so many missed opportunities. A lot. So many questionable plays. The play calling was not the best. Like, uh, we're really going to throw the ball 40 yards down the field on third and four or third and one? Cool. Oh, we're going to do it again? Cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it was, you know, some of the, you know, dumbest play calling that you could get. However, uh, South Carolina did win. Got to give them that, you know, for winning. They won't win this week. I think Clemson wins. I think Clemson covers. Uh, South Carolina will not be bowl eligible after this loss to South Carolina. Uh, give me the under in this one, uh, but uh, give me a Clemson win. Yep. And South Carolina's coaches, they could be jumping up and down, chest bumping each other and running down the field and doing spinneroonies and whatever else they was doing last week. Uh, in the first quarter. Uh, in the first quarter, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So so stupid, you know. 
But uh, give me give me Clemson to win in this one. And, you know, I'm not a big Dabo fan either. He's kind of a goofball as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who runs out of the tunnel 100 miles an hour like he does, you know, thinking he's going to suit up for the team. <laughs> Anyways, the, the coaches in this matchup is what I'll be most interested to watch. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Good sideshow. Well, uh, the next matchup, the Iowa State Cyclones travel to Manhattan, Kansas, to face the Kansas State Wildcats. Kansas State is a 10-point favorite. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? I mean, both these teams have struggled a little bit throughout the year. Iowa State more than Kansas State, but um, I'm going to have to take Kansas State in this one. Uh, I don't think they're going to cover the spread. I think Iowa State's going to keep it close. And uh, I, I, th- this is going to be one of them coin flip matchups. I mean, you know, if if Kansas State – I mean, if if any team on the slate has a chance of getting upset, this is probably the most highest probability of one happening in this game here, in my opinion. And you can go to the game for $9. <laughs> Kansas State uh, just barely beat Kansas last week. Uh, I know Mr. Bean uh, played, but he was hurt for Kansas. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it was on the road for Kansas State, big win. Iowa State has, you know, six wins on the year, hasn't done a whole lot. Uh, the quarterback's thrown for almost 2,500 yards. Uh, man, uh, I don't really like either team in here. It's kind of a dud matchup. To, <laughs> it kind of is. Almost in, in, you know, we got all these big games, and then we're like, Iowa State, Kansas State. And it's like, uh, well, give me the Wildcats in this one. Uh, I don't think that they'll cover the 10-point spread. I, I do like the over because Big 12 football, like, you know, you can score a lot because defense is that is non-existent for the most part. Give me Kansas State in this, what I would consider a dud matchup. Yep. The next matchup, we travel to the state of North Carolina. Oh, man. And we got the North Carolina Tar Heels, who were unranked after last week, facing the number 22 NC State Wolfpack. The Carolina Tar Heels are a two-and-a-half point favorite with the over-under 55-and-a-half. Joey, you like your Tar Heels in this matchup? All right. This is going to get weird. Um <laughs> All right. I would expect nothing else. This, this is – I mean, Carolina's season is just – it's a bust for me. After starting off like they did, they had every opportunity. I mean, if they clean up those three games, you're looking at 10-0, and 0, you know, and you win the ACC championship, hey, you got – I mean, they got a legit shot to get in the playoff. Um, but it didn't happen that way. Drake May's thrown some controversial passes. I mean, got 22 touchdowns, but he's also got seven picks. He's – He's made some bonehead mistakes, but I think he's ultimately a good quarterback. And then, you know, but I don't know, man. It's I got Carolina winning, barely. I mean, it's going to be a close game, barely winning, maybe field goal, last second, last t- second touchdown. Um, don't got them winning by much. And, you know, part of me wants to lean a little bit, just a little bit toward them losing just by the way they've been playing here lately. And then, you know, the receiver matchup, you know, you got Walker, you know, he's – and they ain't got to play all year. But then you got Concepcion on the other side. You know, it's it, that's going to be a intriguing matchup to see. But 
I got Carolina winning this one. I'm going to go with my Tar Heels on this one. I remember NC State beginning of the year uh, when you look at them for bets and stuff, and, like, they were always, like, underdogs on a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. But they're eight and three. They've worked themselves up to a number twenty-two ranking. Uh, they they have not beat a top twenty-five team. Um, but I mean, they've they've made their way up there. I mean, you just play who's on your schedule. I think North Carolina is a better team here. Uh, it is an in-state rivalry. North Carolina. It is. Was that you telling me that Drake May? There's a possibility of him coming back next year. That's what the th- the talks have been swirling around, kind of like rumors going around. But I ultimately don't think he's going to come back. He shouldn't come back. Yeah, I don't think he is either. I mean, he's like a top top first round pick. Uh, you you've got to go. You can't come back. You know, at that point, yeah. in time. it's just rumors. Uh, I, I, you know how people start rumors on social media, but I there I don't yeah. think there's no chance of him coming back. Uh, is Tez Walker, what is he? Is he a junior, senior? I think he's a junior, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But I don't know if he's going to either. I don't know if he's coming back. It, it, it's going to look different for Carolina next year, for sure. It's kind of crazy, too, with uh, North Carolina this season. Uh, they had a good you know, start to the season, looking pretty good, and then failed to uh, – who was that first loss to? Virginia? Mm-hmm. And then Pitt. And was that the first game that Tez Walker was available to play? Uh, I think so, yes. Yep. And since he's been back, you think that, you know, he's a great wide receiver. you got a great quarterback that they would have, you know, this good rhythm and everything, and they'd be ready to rock and roll. But since they've had him, they've had three losses, which is kind of crazy. Yep. Uh, but I don't think this week it will be a loss. I think Drake May and Tez Walker will get it going. Uh, Omarion Hampton is a good running back as well. I think he'll get things going. Hopefully, he doesn't fumble the ball before he gets to the end zone. Yeah, uh, I know that that play got to you last week. Well, <laughs> what got to me is he 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 hadn't he hasn't fumbled the ball a year and done it twice in the first half. <laughs> last yeah, week. what are you not, doing, not, man? Not, not, yeah, not the time to do it. No, uh, give me North Carolina to win this one. I think North Carolina will cover the spread. I also like the over in this matchup. Uh, go heels on that one. Well, man, that is our top 25 picks for the week in college football, man. The last week of the regular season. Next week, it'll be the conference championships. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a good slate of games coming up, man. Can't wait to see them. I'm same way. It's it's going to be intriguing next next week to see how everything's going to play out. The playoff picture will be in full full force and starting to come together by then. Oh yeah, and I really can't see what can't wait to see what the committee comes up with with uh, if our scenario plays out like we think it's going to play out with Oregon and uh, Florida State. Me too. Yay!